Oh, it's a fuck jam in the way, like, Nine Inch Nails is. It's a fuck jam specific to how Tamatonga fucks. Yeah. Gorilla tactics is top for It's really good. Just imagine us playing in like an arena though with like all the bass. I think it's really It is a good, it's a great Now that I've played the girl the Girls of Destiny's theme for Rachel. I I just like their new theme is just like it sounds like every theme. Like yeah. that theme is different to me. Yes. And uh it's a fuck jam. And I can't I can't uh strippers can't strip to the new G.O.D. theme. And the old G.O.D. theme was a fucking stripper jam. Oh, and I'm for sure. so sad they got rid of it. Like, Ugh. why? And they came out wearing, like, masks. Like, I Oh, just... they look like Avengers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why are you doing that? Also, somebody in our Discord found out that uh, their gear is from, like, a gay fetish website, which rules. Yeah, because he, he has a cod piece. <laughs> yeah. Those they both le- do. The leggings and the tops that they have are from, like, specifically a gay sports fetish website that means they are the smartest people in wrestling very smart yeah because like a lot of people people who know that are gonna go oh yeah yeah and a lot of people have to get their gear custom made and they were like nope we're just gonna buy it from this website and the people who know will know and most wrestling fans who like us won't the end they're geniuses well except for their theme i'm still upset Hello and welcome to Wrestlesplania, the only podcast where I started doing my other podcast intro <laughs> that I don't even do that Patty does. So we haven't done this in so long. Fuck. This I is think probably no, this is in, it. Right? This is staying in. For uh, sure. Wrestlesplania, the podcast where I, Kath Barbadoro, a wrestling fan, introduce my friend Rachel Millman to the wonderful world of professional wrestling. I remembered it. I really like. I started doing the What a Time to Be Alive one, which is, uh, which would be really weird for Wrestlesplania because it would be. Hi, and welcome to WrestleSplania, the only podcast that counts down the things that make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. WrestleSplania. It's not <laughs> appropriate. Uh, I think we just figured out an April Fool's Day gimmick if you want to get really complicated, but spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. No, it's we haven't been recorded a while. in a while. Usually, I'm the mush mouth in the beginning, too. <laughs> that was like out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm very professional most of the time. Yes. But uh, yeah. No, I'm excited. We haven't recorded in a while. It was the holidays. First pod of the new year. And uh, we're talking about the first big show of the new year, Wrestle mm-hmm. Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom, which is a big deal for me. Yeah. Because it's the reason we're here. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because Wrestle Kingdom was the first thing I ever watched. Mm-hmm. So like crazy people, as if we owed a TV show something, <laughs> we uh, stayed up and watched it live. And your your sleep schedule is still messed up. It's still messed up. Yeah. We're recording this um, the Sunday before it comes out. So Wrestle Kingdom was like three or four days ago and I've just been like a mess from it because yeah we I came over to Rachel and Nate's house at like two in the morning we stayed up until seven like (laughs) it was super fun we did a twitch stream which thank you if you uh streamed with us um yeah it was a great time I've watched so last year was the first Wrestle Kingdom I watched I'd started watching New Japan regularly like in the previous year but I didn't watch Wrestle Kingdom, like, yeah. as, like, a event. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of the stuff from previous ones. But anyway, this was my first, like, stay up and watch Wrestle Kingdom. Ooh. And uh, it, it was, was a fun sleepover. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Maverick was he- was there? Yep, friend of the show Maverick was here. We ate some carrots and hummus. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a very good time. But, uh, I yeah, it's fun. I mean, I wish it didn't fuck up my sleep schedule <laughs> forever. <laughs> but it's, like, kind of a fun, like... I don't know. Everything seems like even sillier and weirder when you're like up in the middle of the night. Well, it's that. And it's also the combo of like event television. Exactly. Like why we all like True Detective because we were watching it with a million other people, not because it was like a particularly amazing show. Yeah. And that's kind of a similar feel there of like, oh, we're all doing the thing together. Right. And it's especially fun because you're doing it with a bunch of people who are also idiots and staying up really late. (laughs) And like, I, I don't know. It's it was a really fun vibe. I would definitely do it again. Um, yeah, so not at just, least for another month or so. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely do it again next year for Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna stay up for this year. Uh, but yeah, this was fun. We thought we'd just kind of go through the card. 
match by match and talk about our our impressions overall though what did you think I thought it was a good mix of like what I've come to expect out of New Japan. Mm-hmm. I actually a little sillier than what I would expect. Really? Yeah, it felt well, a little sillier. That's interesting. We'll get into what we'll you thought was it. silly. Um, yeah, I I thought it was good. I liked. We were talking about this a little bit on the stream about how this is a pretty good like sampler plate of yes. what what you can expect in Japanese wrestling, like in in New Japan anyway, where you have like some brawling you have some really acrobatic stuff you have some good mat wrestling you have um this like big big match epic at the end like you kind of it kind of hits all of the all of the greatest hits and there were some things i didn't love but uh, the matches that were like the big matches i think all really delivered yeah so, so yeah we watched the pre-show obviously because we had to shout out our friends dustin and greg yeah who were, who were with their dad goto uh <laughs> in, a, in a trio for the uh it was a gauntlet match for the number one contender for the title so uh yeah this was like what did you think of this i it was fun i um like the whole thing because it's such a experience of like it's two o'clock in the morning here we fucking go it kind of worked as like a here we fucking go for me even though suzuki was very mad he was on the (laughs) pre-show yeah fucking furious that's we decided that that was the reason he was being such a motherfucker is he was just in a mood because he was put on the pre-show and that's my main complaint about this is like there are a bunch of people in this match where I'm like, why is this dude on the pre-show? Like, Suzuki Suzuki and Goto had the best match at Wrestle Kingdom last year. Like, it bums me out that they're on the pre-show. I would have loved Suzuki Goto at, like, mid-card in the main show. Yeah, yeah. If you put just exactly that match in this one again, I'd be like, great. Or, no, I want to see it again. I don't care. Suzuki Cobb. That would also be great. Yeah. But, well, Cobb was also on the pre-show. Yep. And he lifted them in the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did a, a wonderful spot where uh, he grabbed both Beretta and Chuck Taylor and like tried to like not tried to succeeded in like picking Very them up and suplexing picked them. Both of them up by the crotch, and they both yeah they both sold it really great. So there's like they made like Bill and Ted face. It, that is exactly what I thought of as Bill and Ted. <laughs> Someone like freeze framed it, and they're both like. Whoa! <laughs> It saved my phone. It's really good. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, an experience specific to me. Um, many moons ago, I met Flav, Flava Flav at the mall with my friend. And we were both like, hey, Flav, what's up? And he was like, he immediately went into being like, v- like Flavor Flav. He was mode. Flav. Yeah. Yeah. He went from being like a guy shopping at the mall to like <laughs> Flavor Flav. And he picked both of us up in the air not exactly by the crotch but in a very similar manner yeah just like like arms around you like by the hip uh, like yeah kind of like around the lower hip and it just like also like what flavor Flav has that leverage Why on two women flavor like, Flav so strong he was strong and that's like worrying i'm like what is flavor Flav up to he was strong and he smelled really good which is also Flav. how you could describe jeff Cobb, I bet Flav, start wrestling dude <laughs> you have all the key things that you need your awesome personality great, great gimmick great gimmick great entrance prop <laughs> like the clock yeah and apparently you're like freakishly strong it was really weird. <laughs> That's super weird. Yeah, I know. But wait, okay. I was like, wait, why are we talking about that? But now I remember. It's because Flavor Flav and Jeff Cobb should tag are the same dude. They're <laughs> a lot alike. Um, <laughs> uh, we love seeing that big boy. Yeah, and uh, it was very. It was nice that. Uh, look, I'm not happy someone got injured, but if someone had to get injured, I'm glad it was Michael Elgin, <laughs> so that <laughs> we could get uh, Yuji Nagata instead. Yeah. It was. Finley, Jeff Cobb, Eugene Nagata, who uh, well, we're doing a bonus episode about New Year Dash, and we will talk more about Eugene Nagata at New Year Dash a episode. Delight, because he's great. This um, was kind of I knew I had seen him, but this was my first like for whatever reason the thing that I retained. Yeah, I mean he has not been in a lot of stuff in New Japan this year, so it he was in World Tag League, but before yeah. that he wasn't really in that much stuff. So what a delight! What a delight! He's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nate kept calling him the purple man, which I liked. <laughs> and then Nate went to bed. And then Nate went to bed after <laughs> like this a, pre-show. Like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this was, uh, it was a good way to kick off the show. It was I don't nice... remember who won it. Fuck. I don't think I do either. <laughs> this is, you don't come to our show for results, I hope. Or for like star ratings or whatever. Um, oh my God. God, did Suzuki Goon win it? I yes, assume. I think they did. I assume they did. I'm pretty, pretty sure they did. I can't even remember who was in it besides Suzuki. I guess Killer Elite Squad, maybe? The two big, big white boys? 
Huh? I don't know. <laughs> it was fine. We were just like, oh, Jeff Cobb picked up Dustin Gregg. This is great. Well, because it's also as an immersion thing. And for me with like my racketing hummingbird attention span, like it was kind of like it was a, a good way to just like kind of get in and be like, OK, this is it. Here we are. Oh, Hangman was on it. Yeah. Completely forgot Hangman. Forget about Marty's leopard trunks. Yeah. <laughs> Hangman, Yujiro, and Marty were a team. And then, yeah, Davy Boy Smith, Lance Archer, and Suzuki. So those were the other teams. We we know what we're talking about. We definitely But do. again, like, I was set, like, people on this, obviously, like, I want Dustin and Greg not on a pre-show. But, like, I also, like... Goto, Suzuki, amazing matches last year. Hangman has been, like, fucking killing it. Like, he's oh, yeah, been and so he, good. He went during this, too, because he's just good. Yeah, he's really good. Like, Jeff Cobb. I would have loved to see any of those guys in uh, in the main. Or fucking Yano. Where's Yano's title shot, you know? It's coming. <laughs> he's going to take it from Greg. I mean, <laughs> he needs to. He has. He beat Kenny in the G1. He is owed. A heavyweight title shot. Like, give it. Why hasn't Yano gotten his fucking title shot? He should. But yeah, like, I don't know. I think any of those guys would have been wonderful in the in the main event. But yeah, I mean, Taguchi wore his rugby helmet. We got everything we wanted. Oh yeah, and they tore it off of him. Yep, Suzuki tore it off of him because Marty. I have to shout out Marty's trunks. His for, leopard print trunks. For a guy that we gave worst dressed in ring to, <laughs> you went up to Fran Drescher, which is like a high reward. Good for you, man. You're going to turn it around in 2019. <laughs> Best of luck for your fashion in 2019, Marty. <laughs> so the first match on this card would be the top of the card at any other show that we would go to. Yeah, right? Like, it's crazy that they decided to start with this, but it was a, I think it was the right call because it woke people up. Like, And it made one man have to stay awake for at least 24 hours. <laughs> We are talking, of course, about Kota Ibushi versus Will Ospreay. The himbo match of the evening. <laughs> what if it was not that? What if, like, oh, can you imagine if, like, instead of the Never Open Weight Championship, it was the same belt, but it just said himbo the on himbo it? Belt? <laughs> the himbo oh, belt? <laughs> that would be so good if there was a himbo division. Like, <laughs> the himbo division would just be like, it would be Kota, Will Ospreay, Show and Yo. Show and Yo. Um, I feel like Bushi could maybe get in there. Sonata maybe could get in there. Um, Sonata is an intelligent himbo. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I was talking about this the other day with a uh, friend of the show, Eli Uden, who's the co-host of my other podcast, about how Sonata, like, and LB has said this before too. Sonata, you like look at him and you you like transpose and project all of these like deep thoughts onto him because he's really hot and he doesn't talk. And he's beautiful. He's like so hot. And so you're just like, man like still waters run deep like this dude is <laughs> but then like you think but then like when he does talk it's like oh no he's dumb he's like a dumb jock i think he's okay look i mean he posts pictures mud posts, is better than dirt i think he's smarter than will osprey <laughs> he he's smarter than will osprey probably but just like okay he posts like a lot of like instagram videos of him playing guitar in his underwear on his instagram like he's not smart and he, there's like a really good one. I didn't know he was guitar guy at a party. <laughs> yeah. It's rare, but I feel like that's like a glimpse into actual Sonata is he's just like, you, you want to believe that he's like secretly like a genius artist, man. But really he's just like, well, no, all artists are stupid. <laughs> he's very, <laughs> I just think he's a himbo. I is think Jay White a himbo? I don't think so. Uh, I feel like Tanahashi is like. He's like what all the himbos aspire to be, but I don't know if he's a himbo. I feel like we got enough for a division, though. Greg. Gre I was just going to say Greg <laughs> might might be in there for the himbo belt. Greg is a secret genius, but all these people are secret geniuses. <laughs> and speaking of secret geniuses, Kota Ibushi right. has a concussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this match was like, I think everyone was really freaked out that it was going to happen because uh, these two people could in all likelihood just will die each in other. the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Two dumb men who love brain damage. Like, <laughs> However, somebody in our Twitch stream said, uh, cause I, I was like, Coda, Coda is like smiling through this whole match. And I was just like, this guy fucking loves getting brain damage. It's yeah. his favorite thing in the world. And someone in the Twitch stream went, went said, uh, Kota hates thoughts so much. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I miss that, but that he hates thoughts is really good. He fucking so, hates thoughts. Kota lost the Never Open Weight Championship, but he did win the first Concussed of the Night Award. He did, yeah. First guy taken away in a stretcher. Uh, first and only, which is nice. Yeah, we were, weren't sure if it was a work or not because like they strapped him in pretty loosely on the bottom, but yeah. apparently that, they're just bad at their job. Yeah, turns out he really does have a concussion, so hopefully he is okay. <laughs> There's not a lot of brain cells to kill, but like he needs them. Yeah, they're important. I mean, because like, what if he kills the ones that re- make him remember how to do flips? Oh. That'd be bad. No, those are in his spine. He's fine. <laughs> also, it was funny when we were watching this match because, like, uh, okay, so Will Ospreay, like, he's not my favorite, um, but he's like undeniably really f- impressive. Like, he can do a lot of really cool stuff, right? Yeah. And I feel like it is very undermined when you learn the names of his moves <laughs> because i got so mad <laughs> i got so mad that he has a move called a fucking cheeky nando <laughs> go away we, so we just also start- if you're gonna do this get spawn conned name your move a fucking tesco and grow up <laughs> I just like we spent this entire match just coming up with stupid ass British names for Will Osprey. We kind of did that throughout the rest of the show. <laughs> like I'm trying to think, um, what were some of them? I know the he, the Chavnik Me Mobile. Yep, Chavnik Me Mobile. I know that um, at one point he knocks Kota Bushi's legs out from under him when he's standing on the turnbuckle. Yeah, and I decided that was called the Faulty Towers. Yeah, that's a but that <laughs> I feel like he would actually do that it's a good name it's a good name we had um tower of london which we then later learned was an actual nigel mcginnis move (laughs) so there was that so uh i think you called one number wang which i like yes it's the number wang uh candle in the wind like we had a bunch of them um candle in the wind diana edition too yeah (laughs) i also just realized and i can't believe i didn't put it together before this match Will Ospreay looks like Hubert Farnsworth. Yeah. Yeah. So specifically the clone, Professor Farnsworth's clone, clone child. Clone child named Hubert Farnsworth with like a little pig nose. Yeah. He looks like, he looks like Hubert Farnsworth <laughs> and he kind of acts like him. He's, yeah, he's, he's a little, little shit. Um, <laughs> he, I don't like his gear. Like it sucks. Cause like I said, he is clearly like objectively talented. So talented. Really, really good. I again, I still don't really like his selling and stuff, but like he he's getting better at that, and he's like really good at a lot of the stuff that's hard to learn. But I hate his gear. <laughs> I hate his dumb move names. He looks like a walking beer garden. <laughs> he does his little fucking steakhouse flags that he wears around <laughs> his waist. I hate them. I'm sorry. <laughs> it like kind of takes me out of it. But no, this was a really good match. I this mean, was an amazing match. There. There are a lot of moments of uh, of just abject like awe and terror because they're fucking kicking each other in the head a lot. Oh, but when he hung him upside down from the turnbuckle. Yeah, it was just slapping him in the face. That was genuinely scary. Yeah. So I, we're talking about Kota being hung and Will Ospreay slapping him in the face. I think that that was what gave him the concussion. You think? All the blood was there. <laughs> I think there was a move like kind of right before the end where Will Ospreay is like he kicks him in the head from behind and i think it looked like he wasn't ready for it yeah it wasn't the elbow thing that a lot of people are discussing i don't know it might i i'd have to watch it back well because there's the elbow move that he has that was discussed uh in new year's dash as well on Mm. the commentary but he already had a bloody nose at that point i think Mm. the bloody nose is probably figure out when he got that and you probably have a good idea of when he got official brain damage (laughs) uh speaking of before we move on canon and non-canon brain damage (laughs) exactly kayfabed and shoot brain damage uh, before we move on, I also just do want to say that Will Ospreay tweeted, like, everyone's been calling my elbow move the hidden blade. I like it. And someone, like, searched, like, hidden blade on Twitter, and it was like, no one has called it that. Like, literally <laughs> you, no one. You made that up and are trying to give your move a name, and it's really funny. It's really funny. So, good job, Willie Ospreay. Will Ospreay. <laughs> Congrats on your title win. Congrats on your title win. Kota, get better soon. Feel better. Will Ospreay, please change your gear, but otherwise, you're doing great work. Kota, Kota, come back to us. Do some self-care on your neck. Please do. And stop landing on it. (laughs) Please. 
So uh, the next match we're going to talk about is the three-way junior tag team, which was um, uh, Kanemaru and El Desperado from Suzuki-Goon, Sho and Yo, Rapongi 3K from Chaos, and Bushi and Shingo Takagi from LIJ. What are your thoughts? I love Sho and Yo so much. Yeah. I hadn't really seen them before, and I know that people like love them. And I, I felt kind of like an asshole when I had only seen photos of them and people love them because I was like oh this is like a BTS thing and I was like Rachel you're being really racist but no I was just <laughs> correct yeah. they have an extremely boy band look they're, they're they're a boy band they're a boy band absolutely they're so cute does that make Rocky Romero their like Lou Pearlman because that's bad no he's their um uh Max Martin Okay, okay. He's their Max Martin. He's their Max Martin. I like that. Yeah, but like everyone has, I have heard some discussions of Rocky's rapping and I would like to say that he <laughs> could potentially have a hit single on uh, the Disney, on Radio Disney. <laughs> he does rap like Radio Disney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love you, Rocky. I'm going to put it out there. I love you. He's the fucking best. Like, I really, I really do think he is like, he's... I he's fucked so, up by not nominating him for best vibes. He's so good at everything except rapping. Like, <laughs> he's like really good on commentary. He seems like a really nice person. Greg said he's like the nicest person in wrestling. Yeah. Um, He's like, I think a really good wrestler. Like I think kind of underrated as a wrestler. He's very cute. He keeps his body preserved by mostly being like their Max Martin. Yeah. Yeah. He's like mostly in a managerial role now. And uh, yeah, he's just like, incredibly well-rounded except at rapping 3k 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 uh i love shingo takagi i fucking love yeah like we were talking about how funny it is that he's still a junior because it's like um i said it was like the chinese gymnast when they're like obviously lying about their age Where it's like, but in the reverse. Yeah. So the better anal- uh, better comparison that somebody made in our in our Twitch chat was that it's like the seventeen year old on the little league team in the yeah. World Series. Like yeah. that's Shingo Takagi in the junior division. He's like the fucking hoss. He's big, <laughs> and he's throwing people around, and he's wearing really cool red eyeliner, and he has a sweet, uh, fluffy mohawk. And yeah. I just think he's awesome. I really liked uh, Kanemaru. Yeah. He was a lot of fun for me. I hadn't seen him. I don't I don't know if I'd seen him before. If I have, I forgot and I apologize. You like him uh, impression this time. <laughs> you like him spraying whiskey on people? Yeah, that's so much fun. It was pretty cool when they did the double mist when they did Bushi misted oh, and Kanamaru yeah, misted. That was beautiful. And Sho and Yo were in the middle of the ring, right? Yeah. So yeah. they they got misted. Yeah, it was great. It was it was a there was a this was a fun match. Yeah. It was fun and uh LIJ won and I'm happy about that cuz I like them. Yeah. So it was good. Uh, next match was, uh, yeah, we, we have some stuff to say about this. Um, it is Tomohiro Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the British Heavyweight Championship. And Zack Sabre Jr.'s dick. Zack Sabre Jr.'s dick. It's a three-way match between <laughs> Ishii, ZSJ, and ZSJ's dick because, holy moly, like, As all right. you put it, he contoured it. Yeah, okay, so... He is wearing he's he's wearing all white like head to toe white and then looks great in white looks wonderful the jacket looks great waist up and waist up. Taka Michinoku also all in white with his uh, cum hair <laughs> it was like absurd <laughs> Taka looked less great in white sorry it just doesn't fit your coloring but ZSJ comes out looking hunky as always but then on his trunks not only are they all white which is shows quite a bit. They have two diagonal parallel lines going across them, which basically just serve to contour his dick. So you can just see exactly where it is. At all times. At all times. And I, like, <laughs> Ishii and ZSJ are two of my favorite wrestlers just totally beyond horniness. Beyond aesthetic. Even though I would uh, marry gladly marry of both of them. Yes. Because I love them. Yes. But. Like, I thought I was going to, like, nerd out about this match and, like, get totally smarky just because I, like, think they're so good at wrestling. Yeah. But I literally couldn't concentrate because Zack Sabre Jr.'s dick was out. I was a living air horn. (laughs) I was just, like, going off in the club the entire... (laughs) Actually, no, I think I posit this theory that 
halfway through the match, they were like, we have to change the camera angle. <laughs> they made a, a quick production uh, they, change. His dick was no longer camera facing, and I could pay attention to the moves, yeah. which were sick. They were awesome. Yeah, this match was really good. Like, I'm going to have to watch it back because the first time I couldn't, I tried. I tried to focus on the wrestling. I, I couldn't. genuinely surprised with how much wrestling Twitter loves memes that somebody didn't edit it to, like, blur out his dick so you could pay attention. <laughs> Maybe that's just us and we're bad people and perverts. <laughs> but it's just like, God, I don't know. I wonder what Zach thinks about this because like i hope he never finds it well yeah, yeah. we never find out from him no he would be like what is wrong with you britishly <laughs> <laughs> but i'm wondering because like i don't think we talk about how his wrestling can be very kind of erotic and and we have a whole episode about him where we talk about that but i don't think that he is going for that i think some wrestlers lean into that a little bit yeah i think he's just like a technical wrestler i don't think he's trying to be like horny so white trunks with the lines it's like that goes against your theory is this intentional or if it's unintentional how on earth could it have been unintentional like that i don't if understand it's unintentional then he's nominated for the himbo division yeah exactly <laughs> like how could you not know i just you have to know you have to know you have a fucking baseball bat dick like what the fuck i how is he allowed to bring that on a plane <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I just kept being like, he should just put lay his dick on Ishii and he won't be able to kick out because it's so heavy. <laughs> it's monstrous. Ishii himself looked beautiful. Oh, as always. Uh, wonderful. Actually, really good match. I was... There were... Usually at this point with holds, I like to play the game of like, do that to me. That looks like it feels nice. And midway through the move that he tapped out on, I believe, is... Um, I was about to be like, do that to me. And then his shoulder went a little too far. And we were like, yeah. no, yeah, no. Yeah, that, that's his finisher. Zack Sabre Jr.'s finisher is named after a Godspeed You Black Emperor song. Just FYI. I, I know. I know. <laughs> that's what that move is. Because I, I am also stuck in 2007. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> Yishi is my favorite um, person to watch no sell stuff. Like uh, he's when when he's taking these like European uppercuts from Zach. So like Zach is my favorite person to watch do a European uppercut, and Ishii is my favorite person to watch not react to a European uppercut. So these two are just a match made in heaven for me. Yeah. And then it was fucking ruined by Zach's hog. <laughs> it's very rude. It was enhanced, I no. will say, just because I went. No, back, I obviously appreciate it. I went back and watched Fergal this. who Fergal. Who? I've been saying. <laughs> uh, I went back and watched the Twitch stream because we have it archived for everybody. Mm -hmm. If you would like to watch. Um, and it's just us. We're Our mouths are just on the floor. It's so apparent. <laughs> it's just out. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, <laughs> Zach. So uh, anyway, Zach won. Zach won. Uh, congrats to Zach. I'm hoping we will see this belt defended at the Rev Pro Show WrestleMania weekend. Oh, my God. I think that would be really cool. Oh, my God. I pray. Yeah, we actually saw Ishii versus ZSJ last year at WrestleMania weekend. And it was great. And we were far enough away that I couldn't see, like, inside Zach Sabre Jr. So it was okay. <laughs> uh, and I liked it. But, yeah. Um, it was good. And I liked it. <laughs> Wrestlesplania for insightful commentary. <laughs> so our next one, uh, it was the IWGP Tag Team Championship uh, with Tongaloa, Tamatanga, Sonata, Evil, and the Bucks. Yeah. Um, it was G-O-D, L-I-J, and B-U-C. Yes. <laughs> Those are their airport codes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, Okay. The main thing I want to say about this match is that I am so angry that G.O.D. changed their music. <laughs> I'm so upset. Why would you? Why? Be they have the best fucking theme. Like, in the, in the, apart from Suzuki, I think the best theme. Sonata's still dying his beard. Sonata's still dying his beard. I think Sonata's the MVP of this match. Yeah. He had like Sonata, a really good. Sonata, by the way, did not realize he had a butt before this. Yeah, he's got a little butt. He's got a little tuckus. And. It's got to be a good butt because it's in a match with Tamatonga's butt and we still noticed it, which is impressive because yes. Tamatonga has like one of the best butts, I think. Yeah. Like. I think it's Chase Owens. Yeah. Tamatonga. Sonata. 
It's yeah. I'd have to think about it, but those are some good Off butts. Off the top of my head, between yeah. this and New Year's Dash, those are some good butts. Quality butts. Um, but yeah, Sonata just has like a really good sequence in this where it's like, how is he not tired? He's still going. Like, yeah, he, holy shit. He can fucking go and he's still, why are you dying your beard? I get it. I get, <laughs> I get that it's a hot person flex that you can still look hot, mm. but come on, man. I know it's, it's sad. It's like the opposite of ZSJ's trunks. It's like, <laughs> you have this, why, like you have this great gift that you've been given. <laughs> Show us it. <laughs> Don't hide it with a dyed beard. Yeah. Makes me sad. Uh, evil looked beautiful as always. Evil always, except he had those vacation braids. Oh, I forgot. A, oh, <laughs> my God. I completely blacked out the he vacation had, braids. Yeah, he had. I went to he fucking St. Martin. Evans first. went on a cruise braid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went on a carnival cruise before Wrestle Kingdom. And didn't learn anything about the culture. <laughs> <laughs> they were not great. They were really not great. They were also poorly done braids. Yeah. He did not go to Juice's guy. He did not. Absolutely didn't go to Juice's person. Because, yeah, they they looked bad. I think they had... I think the white was, like, fake hair. And it just looked really chunky and fake. And, yeah. Like, didn't like it. I was just thinking about, like, hearing them rattle on my head if, yeah. while wrestling. Because, like, if they're vacation braids, they have shitty beads. Yeah. So imagine hearing the beads while you're <laughs> wrestling. And then the box kind of phoned it in. You, th- you think? Yeah. Well... Maybe I was projecting because we know they're not staying. Yeah. They kind of phoned it in. I think with all the legitimate complaints of like, why the fuck are these guys on the pre-show? Like, it sucks that Hangman Page was on the pre-show, but Hangman is leaving. Why should they give him anything? Mm. You know? Yeah. The box being on this is like, give it to some guys who are going to stay. Well, especially because like this match, like... So they have like they had World Tag League, which was a tournament that was supposed to decide who was going to challenge yeah. God for the belts. Yeah, and Evil and Sonata won. Yeah, the Bucks weren't even in the tournament. Yeah, and they came back and were just like, "Hey, we want to challenge too." And it's like, why should you get to? You skip the tournament. If anybody gets to, and I'm not just saying this because we like them. If you want somebody to play their sort of like goofy white guy role, you give it to the best friends. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like there were pl- or Juice and Finley. Juice, like, that would Juice work. and Finley would be great. But like, just why add anybody? Like, th- it's supposed to be that this tournament is supposed to be what guarantees your spot here. Yeah. Why add? There's no logic to like these people coming in and just saying they want to do it and then letting them. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's it's not like it's very metaphorical for like white entitlement too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like we're leaving and fuck you but before we go yeah like, i mean like i i the bucks serve a purpose their purpose is to make us not horny after the zack saber jr match that's i wasn't their gonna say that but that's a that's another purpose <laughs> uh they are the perfect entry level yeah 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 and i'm not saying they're good, that, they're good wrestlers i'm I not mean, saying that as a det- detriment to them they are the weed of wrestling yeah no i like i think they're good i i find them very enjoyable i just like don't understand why they were put in this match and they and you're right i think i don't think they added very much to it so like yeah they were they were kind of half there yeah you know and like i i can't blame them for being half there because like if you're quitting why put in a full thing of work Mm -hmm. you know but if you're quitting why show up to your job in the first place yeah like why why do this i i don't know it's weird they also were like i don't know i got annoyed because they skipped world tag league and they were like well we just need to spend time with our families and it's like i get that but the way it was phrased it's like you're not the only people with families like all the other people in world tag league also have families like i don't know what you're trying to say here. are you are you implying you're wrestling orphans like (laughs) i just i it was just a weird like the vibe of it was strange to me yeah but anyway uh who won We'll talk more about all elite wrestling and stuff uh, in New Year Dash probably. Uh, Lij won again. That's right. That's right. Sorry, maybe. Yeah, uh, Sonata and Evil won, and uh, I think that's awesome. I think yeah. they're a great tag team. Hopefully, Evil will get rid of the braids. Oh, I think he's going to. I think they were a special event. I don't think they're going to be permanent. <sighs> the Ronda Rousey's eye makeup of hair, <laughs> other than Ronda Rousey's hair. <laughs> this next one. Cody versus Juice mm-hmm. for the U.S. heavyweight. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that I love Juice. Yeah. Juice is a ton of fun. 
I would also like to say that Cody is going to sign some talent to uh, All Elite Wrestling that I would maybe like to have on the show someday. Uh, that being said, this match wasn't that good. Yeah, I'm wondering if they got their time cut because it was mm. really short. And uh, it just, yeah, it just kind of never kicked into a good gear. I felt like it was, the pacing wasn't great. And um, they can, they both can wrestle good matches. Yeah, for sure. Um, Cody's match with Ibushi at last year's Wrestle Kingdom was amazing. And yeah. Juice, I feel like I like more juice matches than I don't like juice matches. Like I, I think he's really good, but yeah, it just, it kind of never got going. And then like, there was like Brandy stuff in it that I felt like was unnecessary, even though I like Brandy. Like it was just like very like, I would like to salute, uh, speaking of Brandy, I would like to salute her waxer for this specific yes. gear. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She looked great. Um, I didn't, I didn't love the outfits, but like she looked amazing. Yeah. Um, Cody was decked out in the team colors that the guy who is putting a lot of money behind all elite wrestling. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what? I can't begrudge it. If I'm yelling at Will Ospreay to get his shit sponsored by Tesco. There you go. Do your spawn con. (laughs) You did your spawn con. Good job, Cody. You were a long baby. (laughs) (laughs) He has long arms. Therefore, Rachel has to make sure every that she mentions that he was definitely a long baby. It's just true. It's mostly to upset Nate and it works every time. (laughs) But yeah, I, I didn't really like this one. Um, and I was like bummed about it because also I, you really couldn't hear ass ass feet feet during Juice's entrance. Oh, you couldn't. Yeah, That's too bad. I was sad. I I I liked the ending. Like I thought it was cool that it was like Juice. I because I feel like you can read it as Juice being like, no, I I'm going to prove definitively that I'm better than you. I'm yeah. going to do my move twice. Yeah, like my hero Tanahashi. Oh yeah, because I thought it was gonna go. I thought it was gonna go for longer because of that, and he was gonna get right, out. Right, he it. was gonna kick out. Yeah, I kind of like that they ended it on that though, because it did. Like I thought the same thing. I thought it was gonna be arrogance, and it's like no, he believes in himself, and he's right. Like yeah, it gave sort of like the end of Cody's storyline in New Japan for now a more definitive ending, mm-hmm. which was cool. And like props to Cody for being willing to do that. Yeah, you know. Um, Sorry, wasn't that good, guys? It's You're cool. gonna wrestle again. Yeah, it was like seven minutes. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's probably not really their fault. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, and then next was uh, Kushida versus Taiji Ishimori for junior heavyweight. I would like to say, in a set, like they don't do as much on entrances and other ones. So like, oh. God bless I, the wait. freak flag show flying of Kushida's fucking entrance i like to believe that they cut cody and juice so that kushida could do that entrance that's what my like head canon of that is like sorry guys we need like five minutes to do this kushida entrance because like i rewatched this today it's so weird the entrance the entrances of this match are like almost half the time of the actual match i noticed that (laughs) nate hasn't seen it yet and i really want to make him watch it because he's going to love it it's really good it's beautiful <laughs> first of all cameo from our boy taguchi yep <laughs> taguchi made a costume change from uh from earlier comes out as doc brown it's delightful <laughs> very good um he looks thrilled oh he's on top of the world he's cheesing he's so happy <laughs> he's hamming it up <laughs> and uh yeah then there's there's a child in a frighteningly realistic kushida mask and uh then the child gets presto change by doc brown into current kushida who looks and, uh, incredible who looks great as always um and kushida made me cry yesterday yeah i it's funny like because so yeah kushida just announced um yesterday that uh he is leaving new japan and uh he ha- he got like really emotional about it but i like the idea that they were like okay now that we have this super realistic kushida mask you can go <laughs> <laughs> We'll just make other people wrestle as you. <laughs> well, I I also do kind of it is it is a measure of like especially on a show that like obvi- I don't think they're as mad they are as like the Bucks and Cody as they are at them for leaving than Ring of Honor is at them for le- leaving. Mm-hmm. But like it is a measure of like we loved working with you and you're welcome back anytime on a guy that they knew at that point probably that he's leaving that they were like all right do your weird entrance on the way out <laughs> yeah. we love you yeah <laughs> i think and he sort of intimated that he would want to come back as a trainer like yeah. when he, when his career is over 
I think that like him leaving, it seems like he's just like he's never gonna be a heavyweight. Like he's yeah. too small, and he's kind of done everything. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I I feel like maybe if they had devoted more attention to the juniors and gave them better stories, like he would have stayed, which is kind of a bummer. But um, I, I kind of like get why he's leaving. Also, because it might might have had something to do with the fact that their big star Hiromu is injured and there would have been more eyes on him maybe what do you mean well Hiromu's out yeah and like he's I don't think it's a stretch to say that he is objectively the star of the juniors Mm. so when your star is gone they you don't they instead of kicking it into high gear for him they could just kind of like let it all slide right Mm. yeah I that could be part of it yeah um but yeah I mean he he was the champ for a while like he it's not like they're like not giving him the titles or anything but it's just like they don't let juniors main event like that kind of stuff yeah so probably the money isn't as good so i don't know i kind of get it but uh yeah he wrestled taiji shimori who is rules yeah he's cool he's Uh, scary he's very scary he's very short and very muscular which just seems like inherently perverted to me like it's just there's something man to you there's something really perverted about it yeah he's like a he's like meat man yeah He's the John Silver of New Japan Japan for wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. There's something about it. It's just like pervert. (laughs) He's pervert to you. Yeah, I don't know. It it reads that way. But yeah, uh, this match is good. I like this because it's juniors, but it's um, a lot more like submission wrestling. Yeah. interesting. Like... Usually when you think of the juniors, you think of all the crazy flips and stuff. Yeah, but and that's, again, a measure of Kushida's talent, too, that he can do both very easily. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he has an MMA background. So he's, like, a lot more of those kicks and strikes, mm. um, which is awesome. And, like, uh, Taiji Shimori does, like, cool submission moves. And, yeah, I think it was, like, the right junior match to be on this card because, like, Kota Ibushi and Will Ospreay are going to do all that flippy stuff yeah and then the junior tag match is probably gonna have a lot of flippy stuff yeah so interesting to have like two smaller guys doing more like strikes and and mat based wrestling yep that was interesting i uh i this was the one that i was like because at this point we didn't know that he was leaving there were rumors that he mm-hmm. was leaving and everyone was like if he loses then he's gone mean, yeah and like yeah you want your guys to get money and they can do whatever they want and they can go wherever they want, especially once their contract is up. But like your heart wants what your heart wants. So you, <laughs> you really wanted him to win and you were super invested and you did yeah, it. Yeah. And it was a heartbreaker, but like they did it. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a really good match. And, uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's just sad. Cause like, I'm probably still not going to watch two of five live. <laughs> so like, <laughs> It's like, I'm sad, but it's also like, I could remedy this. I could just watch 205 Live. I just like, know in my heart, I probably won't. The, uh... We should do a 205 Live episode. Just we should like, do several, probably. Every, people always joke that the only people who watch 205 Live are people with podcasts about wrestling. <laughs> like, no one else. And they're like, everyone who likes 205 Live is like, it's really good. I heard it's, it's like, really good. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, I believe you. I just never watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I barely we'll start. tune in for the pay-per-views, man, on yeah. WWE. Like, <laughs> Maybe we'll start. Uh, Kushida, you're a draw. Good job. We love you. Congrats, Ishimori, though. Congrats, Deserving. Ishimori. Yep. Deserving. Yeah. He's cool. He's really quick. I like him. Up next, an emotional double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. Okada versus Jay White. So Jay White came out first. What did you think of his gear? Again, I liked with the all white, like Zach going for all white for. Uh, oh, Cocaine J is wonderful. Yeah, Cocaine J. It reminded me of um, like Shades of Nakamura for yes, sure. Yes, definitely. And uh, Shades of like uh, Michael Jackson, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> like it reminded me of like <laughs> leather suit, like <laughs> the leather suits through time. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. I thought it looked better than his normal gear i agree i agree there were i saw some people who were critical of it and respectfully i disagree because i think he looked great I, jay has had a jay had a really good 2018 he did um regarding his gear i think a lot of wrestlers like they try to do sort of like dirty like killer elite squad's gear is kind of like that like braun Strowman has gear like that yeah there's like that sort of like tough like camo dirty tactical stuff 
And I feel like it all just kind of looks muddy. Like it all just sort of blends together. And yeah. Braun Strowman works for the mudden guy because that's <laughs> who he is in real life. I just like it's not my favorite look. And I feel like Jay White's normal gear kind of has that look to it. Like it just it reads as like kind of monochromatic and like yeah. not super interesting. So I like the bright white super dynamic yeah. looked really great but anyway you're right uh jay white's year has been amazing when you look at his debut at the last wrestle kingdom against tanahashi that match was like kind of a nothing match it wasn't it wasn't very good yeah and uh and he was given this gimmick that everybody made fun of <laughs> and uh greg derailed him <laughs> but yeah it's uh he's actually like legitimately really good now so. yeah yeah and I love this match. And then Okada. Yeah. I the, the reason I said that is because, like, we start with the one entrance, which is very, very good on its, on its own merit. Um, Okada did not win the match. Uh, Okada won the entrance contest. Yes. By far. I. Oh, my God. So. Oh, my God. I feel like this is a perfect example of what wrestling does so well and that I think you can only do in a medium like wrestling. And I think it's really special. This thing where you have this guy and he's been, he changed his gear a year ago as like, I'm going to take it in a new direction or whatever. He changed his pants. And then, yeah, like he, he, he puts on these like weird bell bottom pants that get garner mixed reviews, but he sticks with them. Little Kazu got them long boys. <laughs> Another Greg classic. <laughs> uh, but so, but like throughout this year after he's had this gear change, he kind of, his stock just plummets. Like yeah. he just has like a meltdown. He loses the title. He's sort of like directionless. Gets really balloons. Yeah. <laughs> he, so like the pant, like his wardrobe signifies this character change. Right. Yeah. And then he comes out at, he, his theme changes, like all this stuff. He comes out at Wrestle Kingdom this year to fight Jay White. He has the old theme. Everybody's like, <gasps> like, oh my God, it's like the old rainmaker coming back. Yeah. He has this wonderful entrance that he stopped doing. Like when he lost the title where like, it's just beautiful. Like money falls from the ceiling. He's wearing this like beautiful embroidered coat. Yeah. It's like, it's such a spectacle. And then he gets to the ring and he rips off his long pants. No, he doesn't rip off pants. He rips off a skirt. He, it's a skirt with pants underneath. It's like, it looks like pants. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, you think he still has the long boys on. Yeah. And I just, it's, you tense up. I, I think it was Wayland in the Twitch chat who wrote in all caps, I think I see thigh, which is like such a wonderful Everybody moment. is on the edge of their seats for a guy's legs. Like, it's just amazing <laughs> to me how much storytelling you can do with his fucking, like, little panties. Like, it's so good. <laughs> this I, is a much more like elevated and respected version of like when we talk about you know the things that can represent and the p things that people can love and like iconography we're yeah. unfortunately we're no longer going to be talking about mjf's scarf getting elbow dropped we're going to be <laughs> talking about his p okada's pants yeah like <laughs> we, we've talked on the show before about like wrestling's ability to create relics and to create symbols and like doing that with okada's pants and having it be paying off after a year long storyline yeah is so cool yeah. and like amazing and cathartic and like wonderful and to just be like he's fucking back baby like rainmaker's back he's gonna do it and so you kind of go into it thinking like oh well he's gonna win the rainmaker's yeah. back and he doesn't and it's i just thought this match was great i thought the finishing sequence where it reminded me of why okada is so good and why the rainmaker is such a good finisher yeah like because there's all these like you think he's got him and then he doesn't and there's like so many ways to counter it but it's like once he hits it it's such a strong like impactful move i just it, they the the way that he is able to build a f match finish around the rainmaker is like incredible to me yeah and i just thought this match was like such a good example of that well i also have to say that like the way this show was structured, and obviously I'm saying this as a person who is watching this at, like, like what, 5 o'clock in the morning right, yeah, at this at point? This point. <laughs> it's, like, 5 or 6 in the morning, and, like, I am tired as fuck. Yeah, we were really fading. We were fading fast, and, like... The Kushida entrance gave us a little bit of, like, a little jolt of energy. But it was still, like... And is this real or like am I just like sleep deprived? Yeah, like, yeah it was yeah. that kind of thing. And this like brought me fully back to life, yeah. and I wasn't really having any any energy problems like with keeping paying yeah. attention to the show 
because of this because it was such such a moment yeah such a beautiful moment um i I, that like we people cried yeah people cried (laughs) it was wonderful did you see the thing that dave Meltzer thought was real yes yeah so i have to admit it got me at first (laughs) initially it's this video of a bunch of people in a bar watching a big screen it's the world cup is the original video yeah it's from the world cup and it's like their team winning or whatever and everybody it's like two like two levels of like 200 people just like spilling beer and going insane in the bar and someone edited it so that it's okada ripping his his long pants off and everyone going insane and dave Meltzer thought it was real (laughs) and then he deleted it and then he deleted it shout out to i like jason for capping it (laughs) it was really good it was really really good and then stokely did a wonderful edit (laughs) yes then stokely made it him but like that i i get why somebody who is like not who doesn't know anything about like the outside world yeah would assume that that was a real reaction because that was how i felt yeah but like dave of all people i know like check from your, closed circuit television check your sources dave. <laughs> but like i get because that is like the moment like it was really really yeah. cool and then yeah and then there was an awesome match and uh it was really cathartic watching uh okada throw gato over the uh over the barricade. Fuck yeah. Oh, that was your favorite moment of the match. My favorite moment of the match was he throws Gato over the barricade and then the door swings around and beans Gato in the head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's really Gato funny. also looked great in white. Gato did look great. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. looked good. This was my favorite match of the show. This is a great match. I I also really liked that uh, somebody called it the Rain Faker because he's mm. not confident yet. He's putting the yeah. costume back on. Yep. Which yep. is a wonderful interpretation yeah. that I don't think I would have thought of thought of myself. It's that's very insightful. I think I think you might be right cuz the rainmaker is back as we'll talk about on New Year Dash like he is he's staying in the panties so, you know, it's happening. He, but I'm proud of him for finding the right blonde. He, God, he's so hot. <laughs> like we haven't even gotten into that, but like <laughs> He has, like, I'm so jealous of his skin. He has, like, amazing skin, and it's, like... He's, like, 32, right? I don't know. I think he's around our age. Yeah, I know um, he's 31 or 32. But it's just, like, the color, like, that he can pull off that blonde, and then, like, the colors on his gear are just, like, so beautiful to me. Like, he's just really hot. I love him. His cheeks flush, like, beautifully. Like, he just... Do you know that one photo of him where he's sitting on the ropes and he's got the long boys on and his hair is like very much parted like a Peter Pan character. And he's just kind of like kicking his legs out. It's an adorable photo. (laughs) It just, it's he, I'm, he has versatility in so many ways, but it says so much of his presence that it is like this, like, Holy shit. Oh my God. Hot guy who is also like an adorable goof. He's a total goof. He's like you They tried to do like a sexy photo shoot with him. Yes, he was like, sex. I love those photos. He was like, that was like wet. my first exposure to Okada. <laughs> he was wearing like a like wet shirt or something, but like he just looks like cold and uncomfortable and it's really funny. <laughs> I love the nude photo of him where he's got like a stance and he's just covering his package. Yeah. What a goober. He's a total goober and yet somehow like incredibly the best, hot. Like one of the best ever. And one of the fucking best ever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Greg talked about in our episode of like, he doesn't have like the one of the best ever type personality. Like he's just a weirdo. <laughs> so good. <laughs> God bless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was wonderful. Yes. Uh, so yeah, the the last two matches were also really good. Um, the second to last match, this is allegedly a double main event. Um, Jericho versus Naito. Yes. Jericho from your polycule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my husbands. Um, uh, Jericho looked like Charlie Kelly's rat stick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I get that it's probably getting a little long in the tooth for people now of like Jericho looks like shit. I fucking love New Japan Jericho. He's so funny. It rules. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't let up for me in terms of like, this is really fucking it's funny. It's super funny. <laughs> and like, I think like perfect. Like, <laughs> it's perfect midlife crisis lake dad. Like, I I just think it's great. She left me once the kids graduated college. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm, you know, now I'm living my dream as, a, as an aging rock star or something. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to buy CBGBs and open it back up. I just have to remortgage the house twice. (laughs) I think it's one of those things like to me where it's super wrestling in that it challenges your like if you saw what Chris Jericho wore to Wrestle Kingdom in another context, (laughs) you would be like, 
I hate this and this is like I'm like upset or you would say <laughs> this is Tim and Eric to me yeah or you would you would like have some like ironic like take on it yeah but it's like it's so wrestling that it's like no in this world this is cool <laughs> like deal with it like I don't think this- it's cool in this world either <laughs> I'm gonna put that out there but like to this guy like this yeah. character this is cool yeah. Like, and this is, this is like a tough look for this guy. Like, and I, and, and I think it's like perfect going against Naito, who is genuinely cool. Yeah. And Naito makes everybody look like a loser because he's the coolest motherfucker oh, in the world. Yeah. That's, it's, it's a beautiful parallel to like what, how most people would regard that versus like how it regards itself in terms of like Naito being like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that like Jericho is cool, but it's like, you have to take it on its merits in the wrestling like it this is its own yeah universe and like yes this is what this guy looks like but then yeah he's against naito who is like cool in all universes and is I love the best naito. i love him i love him i understand that there is uh correct and reasonable criticisms of his hair at this point yeah. <laughs> you gotta give it up but i love I, him he, look his hair is not good but i realized recently that it, he's covering for a, a very receding hairline. Oh. And that's why it looks like that. It's like, he, he basically, I look, if you don't want to know the horrible secret of Naito's hair, skip ahead a few seconds. He basically has a comb over. Like, it's a comb forward. Oh, he's Trump. Yeah, he's like kind of Trump. and Only so, in a hair way. Only in a hair way. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, I'm giving the hair a lot more leeway now that I know that. Like... I didn't think about that. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it's going. So, like, I respect it. <laughs> oh, Nido. I know, I know. But this match was awesome. This match fucking rocked. I I was very worried for his head when he slams it on the table. Yeah. Uh, there's some really extreme looking spots in this. And, uh, Nido! Yeah. <laughs> Jericho doing classic Jericho heel stuff. Taking the camera. Filming himself flipping Nido off. Uh... I like when he he rang the bell and declared himself the winner. It <laughs> was so good. It <laughs> was really good. He's so funny. Um, yeah, I thought the finish of this one was really exciting too. Yeah, I liked it. this was great. And like, this is the pacing of this show, bar none, of like keeping me interested. Because even if this had been like at quasi normal hours, a show this long for anything, I get kind of like, all right, man, yeah. my attention's starting to wane, yeah. and like they're on it. Yeah, it's good. And Naito won. And Naito won. Again, this was an LIJ sweep in the main show. God bless. They won every title that they were up for. Yep. Which is awesome. Um, They rule. They're the best faction. I can't wait till Hiromu comes back. Uh, I know. I miss him. I miss him so much. It's soon, right? Uh, People are saying probably best of the Super Juniors, which is, I think, in the summer. Nice. So a few, like five, six more months. Yeah. Damn. Wow. His neck got fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, his neck got fucked up. His neck got <laughs> fucked up. I still have to either get somebody to go overseas and buy me the Hiromu shirt, or I think it's on PWTs. It's on PWTs, yeah. So I just got to save like 20 bucks. You can do it. You shouldn't, though. <laughs> it's a really good shirt. <laughs> See, this is what I mean about wrestling changing the definition of good for people. <laughs> That's no, this is no, exactly no, 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 what no. I mean. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that I had dog shit taste in shirts before that <laughs> i have a shirt of a severed penis screaming okay. in a cartoon manner and it's got little arms and okay. i bought this long before i got into wrestling okay i don't feel as bad now no 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 <laughs> i will say that the i can do it shirt would be selling would be a lot less weird if it were just on the pocket right that's why i won't buy it is because i don't need more like invitations well i don't need more invitations to uh people thinking i'm pregnant when i'm not like that's <laughs> the main that's the main reason we've talked about it yeah but anyway, anyway we're at the main yep omega versus tanahashi main event uh love and light 40 minute 40 minute epic classic uh you know big match kenny omega i will say I have sat through 40-minute matches that are, like, very much feel like a fucking 40-minute match. This didn't feel like it for me. Maybe it's because I'm fully, like, indoctrinated into wrestling. I think watching stuff live, too. Like, it yeah. seems less... Yeah. And, and I think that it's, like, not totally fair to judge those long matches when you're not watching them live because, like, the suspense is kind of, like, 
the air is let out of the balloon a little bit. It's yeah. not as like exciting because you you, you kind of already know the outcome or you at least know like when it ends. Yeah, I I think that like watching it live is it's a lot easier to take. Yeah, even at the end of a really long show. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I thought like Kenny's entrance. Kenny's entrance. He was apparently some video game bullshit. He was the one winged angel. Was that was he yeah. specifically that character? Yeah, okay. Nate would know. Nate was asleep. <laughs> Nate doesn't remember. I know that there. Okay, I'm sorry, everyone. We don't play video games. I know that there was like a dog from the video game on the back of his armor. I it was a really cool look. But it looked was, cool. He was specifically he was the one winged angel. This his outfit coming in was my favorite Wrestle Kingdom look of his. Like ever? Yeah, nice. I, I really really liked it. I thought it, it was really cool. He should always wear a crop top. He does look really good in a crop top. He looked excellent yeah. i was sad when he took it off <laughs> not that he doesn't look great without a shirt because he's full of muscles and yeah. juice yeah but like the crop top look was fucking killer yeah i really liked it the only thing i didn't like was the big dumb sword but like it's kenny omega he's gonna have a big dumb sword it's just <laughs> he had it, a big dumb gun last year it comes with the territory like he's gonna have a also, big dumb it's weapon video game shit of course he's gonna have right it. that's what i mean but it's i like actually it's gonna happen. i really liked the way sort of you know, because you know how Tanahashi has the ab window for the belt mm-hmm. on his stuff? Mm-hmm. The way uh, the crop top sort of framed the belt for yes. him. Yeah. It was a very nice mirroring of yeah. their gear. Yeah. I, Good uh, storytelling. I liked it a lot. And uh, his yeah. hair looked way better. His hair looked really good. Um, I wouldn't say really good. I would say way better. I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought I just thought he looked great. Yeah. And Tanahashi looked great too, as always. God, I love him. The Tanahashi red has never looked bad. The red is really good. Yeah. Uh, it I, works. I I thought it was great. And also, people were saying the red is perhaps a little bit of a nod to Hiromu, because Hiromu had the red. Was that sweet? Oh. Because when he was a young lion, he like hung out with Tanahashi and stuff. <sighs> I know it's really cute. Your fuck up, young lion son. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. That's adorable. I mean, I don't know if that's like the reason, but I want to believe. I it believe is. it's can. It's my head cannon. Yeah, exactly. It's my head cannon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this match was really good. Um, it was really suspenseful. It didn't have uh nine million V triggers. It only had like seven or eight, which is like low for a Kenny Omega big match. Yeah. So I liked that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's. Two amazing wrestlers wrestling amazingly. I have to say that, like, we have had our personal, like, not criticisms, but in the moment of, like, I don't like this when a match sort of leans on, like, someone's real life health problems. Mm -hmm. Like, the funny version of it is when they punch Shane in the stomach when he had diverticulitis. <laughs> you and I get a little like right, like with they, Daniel Bryan, with Daniel and, Bryan's yeah. head. But this match kind of leaned on the fact that like his body is fucking falling apart. But it Tanahashi's yeah, Tanahashi's yeah. body is kind of falling apart in like a way that I wasn't entirely uncomfortable with. Yeah, and I think that that's like Tanahashi is lucky in some ways. He's obviously not lucky because his body is falling apart. Like he is a like all of his like anything his ligaments or a falsehood. A- anything that you could separate, Tanahashi has separated. Like oh. his shoulders, like every just everything. So, I just think about ankles. Ankles yeah. are what? His knees are fucked. Like he's just fucked. And I think that like thankfully he is such a good storyteller and such a good baby face that like he suffers so well yeah that he can kind of get away with like just suffering and like having that be enough well also kenny is very 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 good at working with somebody who's not like at a youth sort of rate of like i can take the hard stuff like the first thing i ever watched kenny in was him with jericho they have to work it to an older man like jericho right but i would say that like and this is not saying that any of them is more or less talented i would say at this point jericho's body can probably take a little more abuse than tanahashi's yeah i mean jericho has definitely a lot less injuries and uh yeah like tanahashi might be in better shape but yeah i like i i really happy that Tanahashi won because I love him and I think like the build of the story is like I'm obviously like more pro Tanahashi than pro Kenny Omega like yeah when we talk about like their sort of press conferences and stuff like that but 
I wonder, like, how long can Tanahashi hold onto this belt with his body falling apart, you know? I think, like, yeah, one more year, you know? Even, like, I don't know how many defenses he can make it through. Like, even just talking kayfabe. Like, yeah, if, if he's, like, that sort of broken down and it's, like, he has all this heart and that's why he's so fun to watch and why you get so emotionally invested. But, like, I, I fear for his health, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't separate your spine, please. Just be, just be safe and like i know especially kenny omega's stock and a lot of people's opinion kenny omega's stock is kind of plummeted of like i love this guy too oh this guy's post again i kenny so like i you can like not like his posts you can be like fuck this weeb you could say a lot of things about him he's a fucking incredible wrestler yeah no he's gonna say that over and over again like i definitely forget all of the things that annoy him, me about him as soon as I see him get in the ring. Cause yeah. it's like from moment one, he's just unbelievably graceful, unbelievably athletic and, and you he, know, really knows how to put a match together. I think he worked beautifully with Tanahashi too. Like I saw him in something else recently where it was like, Kenny was doing a Kenny sell and he doesn't Kenny sell as much with Tanahashi. Yeah. I think like I, my favorite um, opponent for him to have is Ishii because Ishii's so sort of understated and like does yeah. that no selling stuff and Kenny's so over the top. But I feel like Tanahashi's like Kenny's so like dramatic with all the offense and then Tanahashi's such an amazing uh seller yeah. that it's like a really good combination. Yeah, it was this was a beautiful match. I very much enjoyed watching it. Yeah. So uh and then I was really happy to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh it was a it was a long night, but it was a lot of fun. Um thank you if you watched with us. If not, we hope this uh was a fun episode. Yeah, and we watched the sun come up as this match ended. Yep, it was beautiful. Okay. And as the sun comes up, this episode goes down. Yes. Uh <laughs> if you like this episode, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash WrestleSplania. We will be posting the uh New Year Dash episode on there. Uh, for all of our patrons if you join you also get access to our patron discord which is uh, a wonderful place to hang out people in there are very nice um we're on twitter at wrestlesplania wrestlesplania gmail.com i have two other podcasts if you are interested uh what a time to be alive which is about uh funny weekly news stories and lie cheat and steal which is about liars frauds thieves and bullshitters rachel what do you got uh i made a documentary about voting it's called line in the street uh Bye. Bye. Love you. Gorilla Tactics is time for warfare. Your weekend.